When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I didn't want to be an influence, you know, floating around the footy club, content with where I'm at and going off into the sunset, enjoying my footy, whilst I could have done that. I don't think I could have quite met my, my own personal standard of chasing, and I think um, this is a group that's capable of long-term success, and I, I think it's going to require 30 players that are hungry and chasing, and I couldn't convince myself that I was going to be that, so it was a bit of that. That was Daisy Pearce uh, announcing her retirement from the Melbourne Football Club. And, of course, the AFLW at large uh, had a stellar career uh, on the field before the AFLW started. She's been a pioneer of the competition, goes out a premiership captain. The synergy of uh, Daisy Pearce and Joel Selwood both going out and retiring as premiership captains is, uh, is pretty unique and pretty cool. And uh, someone who's going to tell us uh, more about it, more about uh, Daisy and what she's meant to the competition and what she might be doing moving forward is Sarah Ollie from uh, afl.com.au. She joins us for a chat. Thanks to Mate. Make the switch to Mate Internet and Mobile. Sarah, uh, good afternoon and thanks for joining us. No worries. Thank you for having me, JJ. It's a big day in AFLW and... One which I think towards the end of the season and certainly when the Dees clinched that elusive flag against Brisbane, we thought was going to come, but it didn't really lessen the emotion and certainly not for Daisy today. She was very cheery at the MCG. Well, it's quite interesting, Sarah, that, uh, you know, I guess we all, and we thought the same with Joel Salwood, we thought that, that, you know, Daisy going out or winning a premiership as captain would have made the decision easier, but she said this morning it made the decision harder. Well, that's right. And she was saying even towards the end of the season, she was walking out of every meeting going, I want more, I want more. And she's having this tug of war in her mind going, hang on, I shouldn't be wanting more. I should be wanting less towards the back end of my career. But she was just having so much fun. And she was saying today, you know, I'm a 34-year-old mum of two, soon to be 35. And I get the pleasure to come out every week and train and play with people that range in, you know, the vicinity of 18 to her age and essentially just be a lunatic at trading and uh, on the field and have so much fun and forget that world of, of being a mother and being a parent and having to be responsible. So, yeah, it wasn't so clear-cut for Daisy and certainly not as clear-cut as we all thought. She didn't exactly limp to the line either, Sarah. I mean, she won a best and fairest in 2022. So, I mean, physically, do you think she could have gone on for one, maybe even two more years? Yeah, absolutely. And even Mick Stanier, her premiership coach, was saying this is the strongest you've seen her this season. And she's had to refashion herself, Dave. Of course, she started off as one of the premier elite midfielders of the competition. Then she had the birth of her twins. She comes back and... She's playing in defence and she ends up finishing her career in the forward line. I think she even pinch-shipped maybe once or twice in the ruck this year. So she simply has done everything Daisy. And certainly if she wanted to go around again, the physicality was there. But she said for the first time in her career, and she's such a, a driven person, she had this sense of contentment about her. And she said as soon as she felt that, 
she knew that it was probably time to move on. Not because she couldn't go around again, but just because perhaps there was just that 1% that might be lacking through this contentment. Uh, I don't know whether importance the right term, but is she the most, uh, I'm going to say important, is she the most important figure that's that's been involved in, in, in women's footy to this point? Is that too much of a stretch? Is that potentially unfair on some others or is that a, a fair comment? I think it's a fair comment, although you wouldn't hear Daisy utter those words. I mean, she is humble to a fault and even today she was, praising the pioneers that went before her, the, the Debbie Lees, the Barb Hampsons, the Lisa Hardimans, the women that she sees as true trailblazers. Now, of course they are, but Daisy is an icon. And, and when you think about the AFL, there are so many recognisable faces, so many uh, players that children aspire to be. There's fewer when it comes to the AFLW. That's just a matter of fact. And Daisy is one of the players that everyone knows, that everyone loves. And her legacy isn't just on the field, is it? Because we're seeing her break boundaries when it comes to commentary and her work for Channel 7. We know that she's going to go down to Geelong, where I believe you two are today, and and start her coaching course under Chris Scott. So she goes from one premiership side to another there. And look... There's lots of awards, boys, that don't have names yet. You know, the, the league best and fairest, uh, the best on ground in the grand final. And they don't have names because we're waiting to give them a name, a name of importance. And look, it could be a Daisy Pierce medal to come. Which one do you think sh- um, she should get? The best on ground in the grand final or the uh, female version of the Brownlow? Uh, do we have to ask Erin Phillips uh, for her blessing for that one? <laughs> It's hard, isn't it? Because I think Erin Phillips has two of both. So um, she's got dibs on both of them at this point in time. So, yeah, we might have to do a a flip of the coin when it comes to Erin Phillips because she'd have to be the other face that is certainly most recognisable and someone who has done so much for the promotion of the league. But in terms of Daisy, something else that shouldn't get lost on us in this conversation is she fought tooth and nail for this league to come forward to 2017. It wasn't slated until 2020. And look, that means it only would have been a couple of seasons she had under her belt. So she gets a few more. The league gets more eyes on it because of her. And oh, I'm just so happy that we got to see that much of Daisy in the AFLW because prior to that, she'd had a storied career in the VFLW playing for Darabin. I think she'd played in 10 flags and, God, I want to say... Six best and fairest, don't quote me on that, but something crazy like that. So she'd already had a stellar career, but this elevated it. And, yeah, she's just going to be remembered so fondly, but also her legacy doesn't finish here. Her legacy's really just begun. What about off the field and what she's been able to do? I mean, you're building yourself a, a very, very nice media profile at the moment, Sarah, but just for her to, to pave the way, and you said break down those those barriers in what has been traditionally a male-dominated field, particularly uh, AFL commentary, well, since the dawn of time, really, what she's been able to do and the criticism that she has copped along the way um, to, to be able to be so tough and resilient to stand up to that and work herself up to, to be a leading member of the commentary team on, on Channel 7 on a Friday night. It, it's unbelievable, isn't it? It certainly can't be understated, but I think that criticism is part of the course when you're a commentator. Of course, when it comes to Daisy, a lot of it is layered with criticism to do with her being a woman. Now, I think that criticism is becoming 
less and less as time goes by. And I think most people now consider Daisy to be one of the best special comms out there. And certainly every time I watch a match where she's on the broadcast, I'm delighted because she always has something interesting to say. And she doesn't really rub it on either, Daisy. She just says it how it is. So she's certainly breaking barriers in that respect, and, you know, that's only going to pave the way for, for more women to come in those areas. So I agree what she's doing off the field is equally as significant. Sarah, she's going to be uh, pretty busy with the commitments already, you know, uh, yeah. you know, going to join the Cats in in uh, in some form uh, at some point take shortly. Job, but yeah, also, don't... yeah, probably take my job, to be honest. I might just <laughs> take down and uh, check on my job security. Um but also, you know, she's the, she's the, I guess you can say the number one now, a special comments on the Channel 7 team. has got that Friday night uh, slot locked away. Uh, some work on SEN. Is there anything else that we might see her do? Will, will we see her have some official involvement in the AFLW competition or has she got enough on her plate? She's also got the kids at home that she needs to spend some time with as well. I mean, she could probably run for Prime Minister at this point, Daisy. She's so good at everything. But, yeah, I'm not sure about any official role within AFLW. But what I know is, like, I doubt we, will be, we won't see Daisy again in this space. But as you say, she's, she's juggling so much. And just on the topic of motherhood, I don't think we can understate just how much she has put her body through to, to have twins and to come back and captain the premiership side. And as you were alluding to, Coons, to come back and still be in ripping shape and not mm. going out on any low, going on an absolute high after having twins, it's a total credit to her and her work ethic and, and also a credit to the setup that she has around her in terms of the support that she had from the Ds and Nick Stenier and, of course, her partner, Ben, who she has said quite often, you know, has had to put aside some of his dreams and able to support hers. So... Yeah, that's another feat that will stick with Daisy, that after having twins, that she's able to come back and achieve everything she has. Well, she's been an ornament to the AFLW, and she's going to step into the AFL men's competition and uh, start a coaching journey, a pioneer again. Pioneer as a player, and now a pioneer stepping into the uh, men's coaching space. Uh, Sarah Ollie doing some great things on uh, AFL.com. And uh, thanks for giving us uh, a few moments of your time just to uh, reflect and, I guess, celebrate the career, the playing career of Daisy Pearce. Absolutely. No problem. There's uh, Sarah Ollie, uh, a fine, uh, the equivalent to Daisy Pearce in the media uh, space, media space the with AFL.com right. uh, was our guest for Mate. 5G mobile plans in every territory or state. Why wait? Why would you wait? You wouldn't. Make the switch to, mate. Let's get to a break. Uh, on the other side, Adam Cooney's uh, got a little bit more for us. But also... Corey's in the building, The man, he? the myth, homicide. Corey Homicide Williams to join us after the break. And that means you cannot, you must not go anywhere.